Welcome to Crossword, Perspectives on WordPress and the Open Web. This is your host, Luke Carbus, and with me today is Jonathan Wald. How are you, Jonathan? <laughs> wow. I, I'm doing fantastic, Luke. It's a pleasure as always to be here. <laughs> uh, never done that before. That was, uh, that was really impressive. So you're in a fancy studio. I am. What what device did you use to trigger that magic? This is a Rodecaster Pro, and I just pressed one of the multicolored buttons and hoped for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh man, how's uh, how's your week been so far? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. It's been busy. Uh, how about yours? It's been excellent, and uh, as always, I one of the things I love about this international collaboration is the. Mutual flexibility. So it's it's tricky at times for us to find times to do this, but we've made it happen again. There's been a lot happening in WordPress lately. First thing that's top of mind for me is this like kind of really bittersweet. And that's Andrea Middleton's announcement that she is leaving WordPress after 10 years. Wow, I hadn't heard. She is going to be going to Reddit. Wow. That's and a great fit. Uh, I'm I'm quite excited. I'm looking forward to catching up with her to hearing hearing more about it. But she's going to be going to Reddit, and we'll be working on community over there. And man, I yeah, I, I'm there's this degree to which like part of the the sweet part of this is that Andrea's done so much in the WordPress space and contributed so much, and the value of that's going to continue to go on, right? Yeah, she's and, touched so many parts of the WordPress community and had such a, a major influence in every single WordCamp that's ever happened. Uh, and, and I think that there's a lot of people out there that, that owe her a great debt of gratitude, including myself. And so I'm, uh, I'm sorry that we won't be seeing as much of you, Andrea. I'm looking forward to, yeah. So on the one hand, just continue to see the benefits long-term. Like she's helped influence my thinking and got me thinking about things that I hadn't thought of before. And like, that's, that's, that's going to continue on as I continue in WordPress. And I'm looking forward to seeing what she does at Reddit. It's yeah. gonna, that's an interesting uh, and significant part of the, the internet ecosystem. And um, she's a, she's, she's a force to be reckoned with. And I mean, in the best way possible. Who don't know Andrea Middleton, you should, Scroll back in our podcast feed until about February, and you'll hear an episode that we did with her, a perspectives episode. Uh, and and you're right, she does have very uh, unique, interesting thinking on how to build community in WordPress. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to seeing what happens. And yeah, that was a that was a, a surprise. Like there's it, there's this degree to which, at least for me, it's easy to take people who've been in the ecosystem a long time for granted. Mm. And uh, yeah, it, it, you just sort of expect that they're going to continue indefinitely. But ten years is a long time, and she's ready to move on. Do you think you'll ever move on from WordPress? <laughs> uh, sure, uh, but it's like for me, one of the things I love about Matt Mullenweg's thinking is that he thinks about things in ten-year terms, right? Like in general, I think about things in three years, and. Uh, as I think about it now, I find it extremely hard to imagine short of a life altering circumstance that I wouldn't be as active as I am now in within the next three years. Like that's, that's going to persist. And in 10 years, like I feel like I'm still in WordPress 10 years from now. Hmm. Like it, it feels to me like WordPress is still in its early days. 
You know, I had、uh, a friend approach me recently, and he said, "Look, you know, I come from Nepal, and, and now I'm in Australia. And in Nepal, I did、um, partial a partial software engineering degree, and then I did a medical degree, and I had this, you know, great job in medical, and then I came to Australia, and now he's a cleaner. And、uh, he said, 'I want to do what you do. I want to do programming. What should I、mm. learn?' And I had this interesting moment where." I was thinking, you know, what is if if someone's brand new to programming, what's the、ah. right thing for them to learn? So I, I put him in the direction of JavaScript, mostly because I think the most important thing to learn is what it feels like to code and whether it's、yeah. for you and whether you can be go getter enough to make it work and stick through the frustrations. But once he's done this JavaScript course that I pointed him in the direction of, I I wonder if should I point him. To WordPress, or should I point him to something else? And I think where I ended up is that there are a lot of other languages out there you know, that are that are much more exciting and more interesting to write in. Swift,、um, like the Apple, the iOS,、yep. and macOS language, is fantastic. It's a beautiful language. I really enjoy writing it. And there's other things out there too. Ruby is also exceptional. And even though PHP has a bit of a bad name and you know isn't the most exciting language to write, although it's getting better,、uh, I think that the amount of work that's in WordPress at the moment makes it the clear winner. If you're going to learn、ah. something new, there is so much work out there for people who can write WordPress. I think that that that's what I find is a really healthy way to look at it. Is like when you just look at the size of the ecosystem. Some some folks will experience frustration about not being able to not knowing how to navigate, like how to find the right opportunities for them, or they'll have a preconceived notion. Things like、uh, it's there's no money to be made in WordPress, which just isn't true. You just maybe haven't found the right part of it. it overall, though, <laughs> and I'd love to have some better framings for unpacking like exactly that situation. Like, how do you guide someone? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He's got a great job at Microsoft. And he is interested in getting into WordPress, and it's. I had this this question in my mind of like, oh, how do I how do I help guide that conversation? Like, where do you start?、Mm-hmm. And it's easy to take for granted all the things that those of us who've been in it for a long time just know at this point, right? Like right. knowing where to look, knowing where to learn what you need to learn. Like, if you wanted to be really good, where do you go? Right. Like, how do you learn that the WP Cron is a bit of a waste of time? You don't want to do WP Cron, and where do you learn about how WordPress handles transients and all of all of those sort of subtle little bits and pieces that you pick up along the way? Well, I think that the answer is that you just start doing client work. That's always、mm. been the answer for me. Is it, you learn just a little bit, just enough, and You start doing client work straight away, and that's where the learning becomes meaningful. That's you know where it all sort of gels, and that's how you get better. I'd say second best to that because、uh, I'm also a huge fan of client work. It, it's a it brings a lot of pieces together. Second best is just finding something to contribute to. Yeah, right. Like you might make a plugin, say, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm just gonna play around with this and, and make something that's useful that solves a problem for someone," and you know. Make it available, and the things that you learn in that process, and also what's great about creating in this space is that you can find others who are willing to help you. Right? Yeah, we've, we've talked yeah. about that concept of shared ownership, source community. Yes, yeah. So one thing I've been thinking about a little bit is I, I, I'm all in on WordPress, right? And 
I, I do ask myself this question, like, how do I avoid my own blind spots? Like I, I have this, this bias that I try to consciously, like if I'm talking to someone about WordPress, I call it out, like, listen, I'm biased. I, I think WordPress is, is fantastic for a lot of situations. I, so I will try to consciously seek out opportunities where it's like, oh yeah, WordPress isn't a good fit for this. Or mm-hmm. a situation, for instance, where I might recommend a SaaS versus WordPress. Like I'll try to cultivate those. Yet I can't help but be biased. And anyway, it's it's been interesting to think about that. Like what can we do to consciously cultivate a broader perspective? I was talking to a developer that I've started working with recently. And one of the things I loved about his experience, he spent a lot of time in WordPress. He left to work in Laravel for several years. Awesome. Did a bunch of stuff there, like got super proficient and then came back to WordPress. And yeah. that, and I'm like, I mean, I love that because now, and he, he called it out consciously, the work that he's now doing in WordPress is experiencing the benefit of all of the the best practices from Laravel, right? The things that he saw, hey, they do some things really well over here. And now he's like, okay, how can I bring that kind of thinking into my WordPress work? Yeah, Laravel is an amazing project. I think specifically Laravel over most other projects, we have a lot that we can learn from. It's kind of like the modern day version of, I mean, it's not in any way, but in the way that it relates to WordPress, it's kind of like Drupal, where uh, we mm. used to be able to look at Drupal and say, oh, that's an interesting approach, and we could do things that way. And you know, you know, Drupal hasn't really stayed up with the times, but Laravel, there's a lot to learn from. In fact, I recently switched my local development development environment to Valet, which is a, a Laravel sort of ah. tool, Laravel-built tool, and it works fantastic with, with WordPress. I tried hard a few years ago to get that working and couldn't get it working. So it might be worth trying again at some point. <laughs> there's a there's a GitHub ticket somewhere that <laughs> wasn't resolved as of a few years ago. <laughs> it, it's working really nicely on my M1. Ah, that's fantastic. I, I, I might have to play with that. Man. Ah, I coming back to this this idea of like where we're at in WordPress, like it's it's been a long time for both of us, right? In terms of just time spent in this space. And for me, this idea that it's still early. I don't know. I, I love it. Like it's there, there's things that I expect to see, like we're seeing a lot more acquisitions, right. And interesting trends there. And, and, and it evokes questions for me is like, okay, well, just how big is this ecosystem? Right? Like how many businesses, for instance, are actually left to be acquired. Well, and I, I think part of what I personally love about WordPress is it's that decentralized nature where there's work that we can do to get a better sense of it and map it out. Yet at the end of the day, we can't really know. Hmm. I think that the market is growing though, right? I think it is. You know, over a year ago, you and I predicted on this podcast that there would be a whole spate of acquisitions by hosting companies. And that by and large is a a prediction that's, that's come true and is continuing to be true. Do you think that that will sort of level off that with that plateau or are we going to continue see, seeing growth in the amount of acquisitions or do you think that that the acquisition period has died and it's over now and and we need to build up the small businesses again uh, so this is i'm happy to be wrong about this my instinct right now and i want to educate my instinct better my instinct is that we're going to continue to see a steady flow of acquisitions and where the opportunity is, at least from my current perspective, I think we're going to see 
uh, both naturally, and I think there's opportunity for us to encourage a lot of new businesses. Uh, we're in this, it still feels to me like this awkward, we haven't made this full transition to the site, like the full site editor. Uh, Gutenberg is there, like folks like yourselves are starting to build plugins and experiences, blocks for for that, like looking ahead, the work that you guys are doing with Hello Charts is a great example. We're going to see more of that. And I, I want to see a lot more. Like the thing that I want to see more of are more of these like specialized hosting businesses, WordPress as a service focused on solving specific sets of needs. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for that. And we're going to see more of that. And in on pace with that, I'd expect to see acquisitions accordingly, right? Just to kind of keep that going steady. Let me, have you been watching that, that new Marvel series, What If? No, it's, um, I've been letting it build up a little bit so I can binge it. Right. Uh, I mean, you might know the premise. It's that it yeah. explores these alternative Change universes. of variable. Well, I've got yes, a What If it. for you. Okay. Jonathan. Um, what if all of these uh, plug-in developers who are passionate about open source and you know, giving back and you know, generally all around good people, and they have this spate of acquisition. There's all these acquisitions. They get these jobs at big companies. What if they realize that, oh, maybe, maybe I wish I didn't sell my business? What if there's a whole bunch of people who see acquisitions gone badly before starting their own plug-in business? People maybe like Elliot, who was acquired but by another small company, right? Not by a huge, yeah, uh, not by a huge hosting business. And what if there's a, a future where people sort of prefer to avoid acquisition? I think as the ecosystem grows, so I think there, there is going to be that, right? Like, but that doesn't st- slow there being more acquisitions. Like, I think you'll just continue to see that. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like I think folks like yourself who've been through things like that, you might say, "Oh, I'll do it again," or "I won't." Like you're going to learn from it. There'll be learnings overall, but I don't know how much we'll actually notice because the ecosystem just keeps growing around it. I mean, I'm sure I'm a special case, but I'm starting up a new plugin business, and one of the guiding principles is that I've got a five year commitment to not being acquired. Yeah, and I I don't know how widespread that will be, but I wonder if it might be a little bit widespread. Yeah, and people have different experiences as well. I'll plan to see too. One other trend that I think we'll start to see a lot more of are the software as a service businesses recognizing what percentage of their users are on WordPress and just more actively investing into the ecosystem. 